Hey y'all, I'm Kim, host of Book Marketing Mania, and I'm so thrilled you're tuning in today as my guest is my friend Katie Horner, host of the Flamingo Advantage podcast and author of a slew of books, including Faith Like Flamingos, The Christian Business Guide to Walking Out Your Faith in Bold Color, and The Flamingo Advantage, How to Leverage Unique, Stay Relevant, and Change the World. I have followed Katie for years online and had the blessing to meet her in person at the inaugural Spark Conference for Christian Podcasters, and I absolutely love the way she has created a super unique and recognizable brand for herself, and I couldn't wait to talk to her about why she chose Flamingos for her brand what it means for us to have a Flamingo advantage in our own business and ministry, and how hosting a podcast, both audio and video, helps to build your audience and market your books. You are in for a treat today with Katie, so let's get to it. Hey, Katie, welcome to Book Marketing Mania. I'm so thrilled you're here today to serve my listeners. I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, so y'all heard me gush about Katie in my introduction. And I just want to dive right into it, Katie. And you do this so well. And so I want to ask you first off for our listeners, you know, when we hear about personal branding, um, whether that be for our books or our podcast or our websites or anything like that, like I would just love to hear Katie's answer to what is a personal brand? I think your personal brand is what people visualize in their heads when they think of you. Mm-hmm. Right. And and that encompasses a lot of things. It encompasses not just like your fonts and your colors, but also like what do you stand for and mm-hmm. your character? What are you known for? There's a lot of unseen nuances that go into branding that we usually don't talk about when we talk mm-hmm. about branding, but it really is kind of, you know, what do people say about you behind your back? What do they mm-hmm. think of when your name comes up? Yeah. And you have such a distinct brand that caught my eye years ago, you know, and it has just stayed so consistent in everything you do. I love that so much, Katie. So will you talk to us a little bit about what your brand stands for? And you have a very distinct feature in it that I'd love for you to talk about as well, if people aren't familiar with you. Well, my brand is very much pink. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not my favorite color. I I said, if I ever wrote a book, a biography, it would probably be titled something like pink is not my favorite color. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That is surprising. (laughs) Yeah. But our brand is called the Flamingo Advantage. Mm -hmm. It has not always been that it's something that kind of dropped in our laps. Uh, the Flamingos adopted us, I like to say, Oh, and it's been a journey of a few years in coming because we've been in business now for, Oh goodness, almost 13 years. Um, and we've had this brand essentially since our first Flamingo book, the Faith Like Flamingos uh-huh, came yeah. out in 2020. And that's really what jump started this particular brand and has really helped us to take off and be able to grow it. But our story started with a trip of a river in Mexico. My family and I live in tropical Mexico and we wanted to take our kids to see flamingos in the wild where they migrate here in the south of Mexico every year. And I don't know what I was expecting. I mean, I'd seen them on TV. I'd seen them in the zoos, like most people listening probably, right? Yeah. But when we rounded the bend of that river in the jungles of tropical Mexico, all of a sudden, everything we could see in front of us was these big pink fluffy clouds in the distance. And the pink separated the blue sky from the blue water and then the, the green of the jungle on both sides. you know. And I was just in awe. And the closer oh, yeah. we got to those birds, the more awestruck I was because they didn't worry about us. They could care less that we were there. And we weren't the only ones in the river that day. There was also crocodiles oh, in yeah. that same river, right? <laughs> you know, And so 
as we get close to that, I'm thinking they're going to flutter their wings. They're going to, you know, their feathers are going to get ruffled. They're going to fly away. We're not going to get close to them. We got within a few feet of these flocks of birds. And I mean, by flocks, I mean thousands of them. And it was just such an amazing experience to see them up close like that and to experience just something so out of place in the natural world or what appeared to be out of place, right? I couldn't get this picture out of my head. So, you know, it was a great day, great excursion. We all came home tired and exhausted and wet and whatever, you know, went on with life. But the picture stayed with me. And so the teacher that I am, I started investigating, why are flamingos still in my head? What is it about these crazy birds? And the more facts I dug up, the more lessons God started bringing to me about how flamingos are like us, like business owners, because they don't realize how cool they are. Yeah, they don't. Uh, they don't even know that they're so cool and unique that it draws attention from all over the world to come see them. Right? They just stand there and do what they were created to do. They don't care that there's crocodiles or enemies or competitors in their river. They just do what they were created to do. And how many of us as business owners need to have that kind of confidence? Mm-hmm. Right? How many of us need to just embrace who we are, what we were created to do, with our crazy colors and our quirks and all? And just stand there and do what we were created to do. And so, you know, one fact and one lesson led to another fact and another lesson. It became that Faith Like Flamingos book, How to Walk mm-hmm. Out Your Faith Boldly. And then a couple of years later, as the lessons continued to come and we continued to use this analogies with our business clients, then that became the, the Flamingo Advantage book, which set off this whole branding thing. And now anytime anybody sees a flamingo, they think of Katie Horner and the Flamingo Yes. Book. And I get pictures sent to me on social every day. I thought of you and I get, you know, my clients and even their husbands are like, oh, there's a flamingo. You need to buy that for Katie, you know? So it's just become this thing and we've embraced it because when you have something that is noticeable and attention drawing, that thing is neutral. What Mm -hmm. you do with it determines whether it becomes an asset or a liability for your business. Mm, yeah, that's so powerful. And that's so true. And, and I mean, it's so funny, like to hear you go through that and then hear you say pink's not your color, you know, like that's not your favorite color. Um, Cause wow. I mean, that's obviously a calling, like you said, that God's definitely dropped that on you and, and you've taken it in a run with it. And obviously people like me, you know, see it and react to it and remember it. And that's what it's all about. So thinking along those lines, and you kind of alluded to it a little bit, Katie, but I'd love for you just to tell our listeners, you know, like, What does it mean to have the flamingo advantage in your business or ministry? Well, a flamingo advantage to me is something that is unique to you. And Mm -hmm. the best way that I can explain it is that, you know, often we we get this uh, feeling of competition or Mm -hmm. this imposter syndrome, like, who am I to think I can do this? There's so many other people out there doing this thing. Um, Nobody's ever going to pay attention to me if they've got those options. We we Mm -hmm. all have those conversations in our head, right? Sometimes actually even with other people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the flamingos look just like every other flamingo, right? Even biologists have to get really close and personal with a flamingo to figure out if they're even male or female. That's how much they look alike. Mm-hmm. But the thing that makes them unique is their voice. Every single one of those birds has a very unique voice. The tone of their voice, the way that they use it, is unique to every other bird. And that's how they recognize one another. And that's how um, that's how they communicate with one another, right? And so to translate that into our world, mm-hmm. your business or your ministry, you don't have to be afraid for all those other birds out there that look exactly like you and do what you do. 
because you are unique. You've been given a unique voice. And what is that? That is the way that you've been trained. That is the education that you have, the experiences God has walked you through. That is the people in your lives and the opportunities that you've had, your talents, your gifts, your interests, your desires. All of those things make you you, your learning styles, your teaching styles, the things that you enjoy, right? All of that makes you you and you are unique. And not everyone out there is going to be able to serve the people God has prepared you to serve. That's why you're still here. Somebody still needs the message that you have to give. And so that, I think, is what I've defined as the unique advantage. When you can stand up there and say, nobody else in the world does what I do like I do, when you know what that is and how you're different from everyone else in your space, even though you may do a lot of the same things as everyone mm-hmm. else in your space, which is a good thing, by the yeah, way, yeah. you know, like that proves there's a market for it if other people are buying it. Um, but when you can say, I'm different this way, that's your flamingo advantage. And a lot of us try to hide that. Uh-huh. We've been taught that we need to do what everybody else does and be mm-hmm. like everybody else. And to a degree, maybe, right? And to a degree that there's a market for it, yes. but you need to stand out and be different because there's some people that those other birds aren't going to be able to serve because they're waiting for your voice. They're waiting for you. That's who they're going to identify with. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. And like I said, you do such a good job of this, Katie. I mean, you really do. And um, I would love to hear from you, you know, like I know you've been around the blogging world a long time, you know, like you've seen lots of changes in the blogging world, as well as like the growth of podcasting. You've hosted a podcast for quite a while. Um, and then now you're also on YouTube, which I love so much to see you on YouTube. But I'd love for you just to talk a little bit about what that journey's been like and how podcasting has helped you to, you know, build an audience around your brand and um sell and market your books as well. Well. You know, we've self-published over 50 titles since mm-hmm. we started our business. We've had over yeah. 10, 10, 10 or 11 Amazon bestsellers. We've self-published everything just because that was the way God led us to go. Um, and the podcasting really has been a way for us to get our voice out there. You know, mm-hmm. it's one of the more economical ways mm-hmm. to reach people because it, it, you know, some of the hosting services are only like $12 a month or something like that. Almost anyone can afford that. And it's been a way for us to really be able to nurture our people. I think there's two ways to look at podcasting. One of them is a way to reach new people. Mm -hmm. And generally when we do that, we're looking at interviewing other guests, sharing their platform because they will recommend us to their people, right? Helping us reach new people. But the second way is the second reason to have one is to nurture your people. Mm -hmm. And that's really the way that I have looked at my podcast primarily as a way to nurture my people and introduce them to other opportunities with my guests. And so we have a a series of alternating between solo shows where I'm teaching and inspiring Mm -hmm. with, with my content, but then I also will bring in guests every other episode to be able to share their wins, their successes, their perspectives, their uh, gifts and talents with folks and inspire others with their journey and and introduce them to what those people could do for them potentially, because I also realize I'm not for everyone, mm-hmm. right? And people need the resources and things that others have. And so for us, it's been more of a way to nurture our people and to get that out there. But when we started posting our podcast to YouTube, that's when our podcast really started blowing up. 
And by blowing up, I mean, we're getting as many or more downloads on YouTube every episode as we are on the audio podcast. Mm -hmm. And I think that's simply just a matter of people's preference. There's, you know, three primary learning styles in the world. Again, my teacher showing through, right? Auditory, Mm -hmm. visual, and kinesthetic. And half of us are auditory and half of us are visual. And then the kinesthetic attaches to both, right? Yeah. And so just, just the fact of being able to put it on a visual platform has allowed us to reach more people because we're now reaching those that are visual and wouldn't listen to an audio as well. Yeah. 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 That's something like I would tell a lot of people that my husband watches podcasts on YouTube. You know, he's never listened to podcasts. And so, yeah, and especially with you, Katie, you have such a strong brand. So it's definitely a visual. So I'll definitely put a link to your YouTube channel because I think that's so fun just to to watch you on there. You're very natural at it. And of course, given lots of value, but also just super fun to look at. So I'll definitely do that. Um, So let's talk about uh, the flip side of the microphone, guesting on podcasts, because Katie and I connected, even though I've met her, I think the inaugural Spark Conference is where I first met you, but I had known about you forever. And um, this is the how we connected on this interview was through the Podmatch service, which my listeners have been hearing a little bit about. But I'd love for you to talk about because you are on there. I don't know if you do it, if you use it for both hosting and guesting, but I know you for sure use it for guesting. And I'd just love for you to talk about how that's helped you maybe connect with new people and get to serve new audiences that you may not have been able to connect with otherwise. I think one of the most powerful things that we can leverage in growing our businesses is other people's platforms. Mm -hmm. And the way to do that is not going into it with what do you have for me, Mm -hmm. but how can I serve your people, right? Because if I can show up and authentically serve your people, then you're naturally going to want to tell your people about me. Mm -hmm. And so looking at guesting as a way, not just to get in front of more people or get more people on my list or get more clients, but as a way to serve a greater number of people, you know, I go into every episode with how can I best serve your people with this, like making it about the host Mm -hmm. rather than about what I want to share or what, you know, how we're going to lead them back to me. Like that's a part of the conversation in most cases, but leading with that, like, what's your goal as Mm -hmm. a host? How can I help? Like, there was a reason you invited me here. Something Mm -hmm. you think I have that your people need to know. What is that? How can I further the goals that you have for your show and for your people? And um, that has really helped us to get on a lot of, a lot of different platforms. I don't know the exact number right now, but we're somewhere uh-huh. in between two and 300 podcast episodes wow. that we've guested on apart from the ones that we've hosted on our own show. Yeah. And um, just, just being able to add value to folks, mm-hmm. right. And to go into it with that service mindset and it does have its rewards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I, yeah, and that just to say too, that was one of the very first questions, or that was probably the very first question Katie asked me when we were getting ready to hit record. And I love that. Just like, you know, what is your goal of the episode? Because you are there to serve. And I'm so glad you pointed that out. And on the flip side too, as a host, as you mentioned, inviting people on your platform, you know, you're just being so generous and we're all sharing our resources. And even if we do things similar, there's different ways we come about it. And, you know, we want to be able to share and, and again, it's all about service and nurturing, like you just said. And then, yeah, when you reach out to new people through these platforms too, then they get to see that side of you. So I can't believe right. that's, uh, that is so amazing that you've been on that many podcasts as a guest. I mean, that's incredible. Like, and just think of all the the lives that you change, you know, through giving that advice and, you know, encouragement that you'll never know about. I mean, I think about it like just teachers too, like, oh, that's kind of what we're doing too on the podcast, right? It's just, you just never know how many hearts you're changing and 
um, how many people are taking that advice and running with it. You know, they have heard you on a podcast and they may not have ever known about Katie or the Flamingo Advantage. So I love that so much. So um, Katie, let's wrap up. Are there any uh, special resources you would like to share with our listeners as we've talked through, you know, um, coming up with your Flamingo Advantage for your business or ministry? Well, uh, we do have a free book offer. If you don't have the Flamingo Advantage yet, head on over to theflamingoadvantage.com and you can grab our free book offer. Just pay shipping. There's also a free PDF available right now. So we'd love to get that out into as many hands as possible just because the the challenge to your thinking and your perspective on why you're doing business the way you're doing it is going to be worth it. And we want, you know, we've got big goals for getting that into as many hands as possible in the next few years. And would love to have you guys have a copy and share the copy um, and get that message out to as many folks as possible. We also have some free classes over there. So just um, dig around, come visit, and we would love to have you there as well as, you know, every couple of months we do an online marketing conference and that it would be something that serves you, I'm sure. And find it, feel free to find that info on the website as well. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. For sure. I'll put all those links in the show notes. Well, Katie, thank you so much for your time today. I so appreciate you being here to serve my listeners. Thank you. This has been fun. Oh, y'all, isn't Katie a delight? I love what she shared about podcasting being a way for you to reach new readers and to also nurture your current readers. Yep, you can do both. And if you need some help deciding if hosting your own podcast or guesting on others' podcast is your next best step to building your own audience or marketing your book, I would love to strategize that with you. You can grab a session on my calendar at kimstuartmarketing.com backslash strategy. And I'll put a link here in your show notes. Thanks for tuning in today. And as always, I'll be there for you to help you build your audience and market your book one podcast at a time. See you then.